Hello. All right. So this week, uh, we're gonna we're gonna continue the format of what we've been doing of just flip flopping games we've been playing with uh, news. So uh, really, there's not a whole hell of a lot of news going on. So we thought we'd talk about Battlefield Five a little bit. So uh, John, since this is more your jam than mine, why don't you uh, why don't you kick us off with a, what your kind of thoughts and impressions are on this thing so far? Yeah, I thought I just thought it'd be fair to talk about Battlefield after talking about Call of Duty last week. Yeah, uh, and also we hinted other. we kind of hinted at a. We talked a little bit about it last week. We just didn't know anything official about it. Yeah. Uh, it's World War II, like everyone thought it would be. The, in the trailer, at the beginning of the trailer, I thought they were going alt history when I saw the prosthetic arm on a character. And I was like, oh, is this alt history? And I guess it's not. It was, I'm still really confused by the, by some things in the trailer. that it, they, they made some choices, I guess, you know, for some aesthetic choices that are... Uh, different, but I guess it's straight up history. I think it's just World War Two, but they're tr- kind of focusing on lesser-known battles, uh, according to uh, like campaign-wise or whatever they do with the campaign. I think it's going to be similar to Battlefield One's campaign. Yeah, more uh, like little set-piece things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to get you used to the different aspects of the multiplayer. It was kind of what One did. Uh, the One had a lot of promise, but they kind of didn't nail it. There's a lot. There's they, they. It could be done really well. That opening mission in Battlefield One's really good. Yeah, that. Uh, I, I think we talked about this when I played it. Like, that, I think we did too. It it really upset me. Like, just how like, oh man, I'm I am I am on board with the way this is going. Then it just turned into like every other. Yeah, like, like single it, player campaign. Yeah, that first one's pretty grim. That first mission's pretty grim because yeah. you just go and uh, yeah, they kind of die, and then you yeah, turn into somebody else, and then they die, and you become yeah. somebody else. It's just like, oof. yeah, and it, then it kind of becomes more classic battlefield uh, or recent cam- battlefield campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's that. But I mean, what you go to battlefield for is the multiplayer. Like it's always it's always basically been just a multiplayer game. Um, and Unless it's uh, bad company. Yeah, this is bad company, which is which are the good ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I will not hear otherwise. Nope. Uh, but uh, some let's see the the big news. Uh, there are no microtransactions. Like the microtransactions uh, seem to be cosmetic, I believe. And there's no season pass this time. Uh, instead, yeah. they will. Instead, all maps uh, will be free. Uh, so like you know, so as not to separate the player base, which has been kind of a common practice by uh, the console shooters for a while now. Yeah, and it's kind of funny that this uh, this move is being done by EA, who's you know largely, I don't know, maybe maybe some of this is from the backlash from Battlefront Two. I wonder. Yeah, I feel like a lot. <laughs> there was a lot of backlash for that. I mean, we talked about it on here. It was like it was big enough for us to talk to spend time talking about. Yeah. Um, even though neither of us played it. <laughs> oh, actually, I played the single player up to a, oh. like there was like the yeah. first expansion mission, I think, and then I kind of like I rented it and beat it in like two days. So okay, was it any good? It, it was a Star Wars shooter. I mean, so it was okay. <laughs> okay. It did its job. Um, I got my uh, I got my six bucks worth out of it, I guess. So <laughs> so yeah, they seem to be leaning towards the power to the players thing after their whole uh, debacle. Yeah. Um, Take a lesson from GameStop. Power to the players, baby. Yeah. So, what I mean, it's it's a practice I I, I approve. Uh, Titanfall Two does that uh, when it comes to like the big console shooters. Unfortunately, Titanfall Two didn't get the, doesn't have the audience that this game does. It yeah. Should, but uh, it doesn't. <laughs> and uh, 
so yeah, that's that's, that's positive. Uh, they added they added some new modes. Uh, I forget what the big one is called, but it, it I think uh, Grand Operations, uh, which combines multiple game types into one super long mission across multiple maps, and that kind of tells a, a sort of um, narrative across the match, based on how well each side each side does. Um, so it's kind of like a miniature like actual battle. Which is kind of which is kind of really cool in terms of uh, just from like conceptually sounds really cool. Yeah, you know I've always kind of had this like thing of I, really I think the first game I ever that caught my attention of doing this sort of thing was like End War where it was like some ongoing thing. But Battlefield doesn't really sound like it's doing this, but it kind of sounds like a more reasonable thing to do with this sort of thing of like a constant like back and forth between. I guess factions, if you will, of like for control of stuff, and it seems like this is kind of going for that, but just a little, well, maybe a lot scaled down and not like a persistent world. And I kind yeah. of appreciate that. So it's always something that's been interesting concept to me. I've just never seen anyone do it. I think um, there was a sh- early like 360 shooter, uh, may have been on the PS3. I don't remember, but uh, Frontlines: Fuel of War. I believe they did something similar to that too. But it's been so long. I, th- uh, I, I think they did. God. I forgot, I forgot about that game. Yeah, the only reason <laughs> yeah. I caught it was I was looking on the uh, uh, backwards compatibility list on uh, Xbox One, and that was uh, that's on there for some reason. Even though the servers for the multiplayer have been shut down, and let me tell you that campaign's okay, but man, I I don't I wouldn't pay ten bucks for that campaign. So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, this. But uh, Grand Operation sounds like uh, natural evolution to Rush, which is like the classic uh, battlefield mode. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just seems like that but just to a whole nother scale um and battlefield has always done scale really well so i think that I, I find a lot of promise in that idea and it sounds like one of the coolest new additions they've done in a while um other, other than that like the small smaller uh they do uh, also there's a four-player co-op mode from i believe uh in terms of just game type uh gameplay types uh then they they've re, they've overhauled the movement in the game to give your character more options uh from sliding shooting laying on your back moving in all different directions while prone just a lot of different uh, movement options for your character to make it give it a more uh tactical feel i guess uh and i believe every oh yes every character can now revive Uh, it just takes longer for non-medics to revive characters and they don't get as much health back i think um which is interesting also i was gonna say it's a that's a handy decision actually so yeah uh they seem they uh they still want to, you know, keep the the classes. They just want to make the classes feel um, more distinct, I believe, uh, and they just keep working towards getting that feel. Uh, so yeah, a lot of the things they announced sounds really good and actually get me interested in it. I still would wish it was modern as opposed to World War II, but um, I mean, uh, I'm I'm not surprised. No one is surprised at World War II. That's been the rumor since like Battlefield One came out. Yeah. So. Um, it comes out uh, October nineteenth. You can get it, I think, like a week early if you pre-order it. Isn't that the uh, like about the same time as Call of Duty? I think a week after. If you pre-order it, comes out the day before Call of Duty. I think, or okay. around, or actually, yeah. Call of Duty is October twelfth. I think. Okay, so it's in the same ballpark, basically, which is. Yeah. Wow. Yes, they they tend they usually call, they have about a, a month separation or a few weeks separation. This is kind of closer than usual. Yeah, they're uh, they're going right for it with this one. Yeah, I wonder if that's I wonder if that's why Call of Duty decided to move it up a month. I I don't know honestly. It's 
Um, uh, also, you can customize characters, and there are female soldiers in this game. You know, when I was watching the trailer, not not once did I have a thought in my head. Oh, that's a woman in World War II. That's weird. I literally never thought. I literally never crossed my mind when I was watching the trailer. <laughs> it was, uh, and then I saw like the the discourse about it afterwards, and I was like, oh yeah, that is. I guess that is uncommon, <laughs> or you know. But I was more distracted by the prosthetic robot arm thing <laughs> than I was by the. <laughs> that was what was uh, getting me because I kept trying to decide if this was an an alt history thing or not. Beating uh, Metal Gear Solid Five to the uh, to the punchline on that one, <laughs> as far as when uh, useful prosthetics actually came into battlefield play. <laughs> yeah, uh, hopefully you can rocket punch in this one. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, if, see if I can be a woman soldier and she screams rocket punch, I'll be, I'll be happy man. There. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so yeah, there is a weird unnecessary discourse around like women being in World War Two, a World War Two game. But who gets a fucking video game? Who cares? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like. Yeah. It's multiplayer. Let people pick their gender for their fucking character. Yeah, if they want to be a woman, fine. Who cares? I mean, hey, we, we were talking about this off the air. It's like, if you're really that pissed off about it, you should be happy, then you can shoot women. Okay? So just get get over it. Okay? God, just... Yeah. Also, also yeah. if you're happy that you can sh- shoot women, you have a... You've you got some major issues. So. Yes. Yes. <laughs> fucking... Fuck you, whoever that is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, just like, oh, for God's sakes. It's like, if, if this is really, really the line in the sand you're going to draw, it's like, okay, so they're putting women in, in a fictional thing. It's like, who gives a shit? I mean, they were involved. I mean, you know, yes, it was, you know, I don't want to say mostly, but we'll say mostly males that were involved in the fighting. But, you know, females did their part in World War II, too, with, with fighting. So it's just like, who cares? Just gives a shit. It's a fucking online shooter just let them have it who gives two flying fucks i really don't understand people getting all bent out of shape about it yeah um of course visually the game looks really good yeah. frostbite um frostbite looks really good with realistic uh in in realistic games so yeah i uh i am more intrigued by battlefield and call of duty uh than i thought i would be this year so that's kind of that's something at least yeah, um, this is uh, probably something I'll uh, I'll rent just to play the single player thing and kind of throw it aside after that. So, yeah, I mean, I'm but uh, I'm I'm the multiplayer guy, so I will. I think I'll be checking both these out. The problem is like Red Dead comes out a couple weeks after both of these, mm-hmm. so yeah, <laughs> it's always that. Uh, yeah, hopefully by then I finish Spider Man because that comes out like a month before these. So, uh, yeah, early September, September seventh. Yeah. Something like that? That like that. Yeah, yeah that's uh, yeah. that's looking like a pretty strong contender for one of my favorites this year. Like, I, I, I just my son has, like, like, seriously gotten into Spider-Man, and it's just kind of like, oh, I'm really wanting to play this one now, because it actually looks yeah, like a um, very competent Spider-Man game. So I'm a huge Spider-Man nerd, so I'm looking forward to uh, all, all that kind of stuff in the game. Um, I am wondering if they're going to do the... Because uh, they, they were talking about... I think it was on, like, one of the Game Informer shows. Uh, they were talking about, like, they're going to have a bunch of, like costumes in there and some of them that were we'll say obscure i'm wondering if there's going to be the spider armor in there that was in there for like one ep or one issue uh it's like a we'll black see. outfit like, with like metal on it and yeah i know one fight so i feel like that was in one of the neversoft ones but i could be mistaken mm, i don't know um yeah i'm sure there's going to be a lot of costumes i'm I'm sure, and I'm sure there will be a lot of paid costumes to get to from people. Uh, yeah, let's be looking forward to that in Red Dead, and then now these like the fall is looking kind of kind of interesting for me. 
it was I'm kind of liking where it's where it's heading. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got for Battlefield, I guess. Uh, it's it's Battlefield just with uh, some additions that I'm interested in. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, for me, it's a single player thing. It always kind of draws me into these experiences, and if I enjoy it enough that I want to go online, I will. Like I said, Battlefield Two is really the last like multiplayer shooter I played with any sort of regularity. Or, uh, no, uh, Battlefield Bad Company 2. So, I was going to say, yeah, uh, you mean Bad Company, or yeah, yeah, do you yeah. not play Bad that online? You that... know, I played, uh, I played 1943 a bit, which actually just hit backwards compatibility with Xbox. That, that, was, a, that was a cool game. Yeah. It was, 50, I it. I mean, it was, it was like, like a $20 bucks, right? or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah like, it was, uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a cool game. Yeah, um, it was nice to break up uh, the Bad Company 2 uh, sessions with that. Got it. Yeah, but I played a lot of Bad Company 2. Uh, you was... and me both, man. I mean, yeah, yeah I... I mean, for me to play any, like, I, I would come home and play it online. Like, uh, sometimes I would see uh, Anthony online, and I would go pop on, and we would play for like four hours after I got out of work. It was like, okay, this is, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. They just haven't nailed the, the feel that that game had since then. Uh, yeah. Oh well. Uh, I guess that, that, that does it for news this week. I guess. <laughs> yeah, not a not a whole hell of a lot. Going not on, a whole so. lot. I guess. Yeah. Killer Seven's coming to PC. Anyone that cares, yeah, I guess. Yeah, maybe <laughs> so. they'll uh, maybe maybe they'll work out some of those control issues that that game has kind of made, has always like deterred me from playing it. So, man, yeah, I sure. tried a few times and it just I could not get get to it. Like I, I'm normally okay with uh, we'll say not great control schemes if there's something interesting there. But man, that was not a good control scheme for that game. So I mean, it's been I don't know. It has to have been ten years since I've tried it last. So. But it's a suit. It's a suit joint, right? It's like yes, yeah. It's very suited. Um, yeah. So if you like suited games and you've never played Killer Seven, you should probably just try Killer Seven. Yeah, um, or, or watch a playthrough. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Whatever gets you there. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Story wise, it seems like the thing that's interesting. So yeah. anyway, um, so let's move on to what we've been playing here. Uh, I'll, I'll kick off because I got three kind of small things to talk about, but. Um, have you have you played Call of Duty or Call of War as Gunslinger? <laughs> yes, I have played Call of Duty. Yes, uh, uh, Call of War. I have not. I actually have never played a Call of War as. Game. Okay, I am incredibly surprised you have not played uh, Gunslinger based on your uh, uh, fandom of of westerns. I know. I've always actually wanted to. I just never got around to doing it. Um, I do. I do love westerns. Um, yeah, and I was playing this and I was like, oh, this this is probably right up John's alley. I'm sure he'll have. Something to talk about with me with this because I'm sure he's played it because it's a western and you have not played it, which surprises <laughs> the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. You yeah. know. <laughs> so this was my uh, this was my retrograde pick of, of this month. Um, it came out five years ago, and so basically the, the the whole thing of this is it's like an arcade shooter. Um, racking up points is sort of the big thing with it um, as far as like gameplay goes, uh, just building up combos and stuff like that. It's it's not terribly, terribly original. What I think it does is very cool, like storytelling wise. Um, I'm, I'm kind of, kind of give a quick synopsis of this because I've just, I, I'd rather write about it. And yeah, that, that will be there forever. And this podcast will probably, uh, you know, after three more of these go up, we'll never be listened to again. So <laughs> <laughs> that's just the way weekly podcasts go. No one goes back in the archives and like, hey, I wonder what they were talking about. Like, you know, the, yeah, anyway. Um, storytelling wise, it does something very cool where. Um, the, the main character, Silas Greaves, goes into a bar, starts telling the story, or basically his life story to these people at, at the bar. And as the as the game kind of goes on, um, like, things in the game will happen as he's changing the story. Like, somebody will call him out on something or say, like, well, this didn't happen. And part of me wonders, um, as 
you you're, you're playing as or you're playing as Silas Greaves telling his story, but I wonder if the character that's actually like imagining quote unquote all these things happening is um, the sort of like bright eyed young guy who's reading all these dime no, dime novels uh. um, because he'll like he ran into uh, is it Pat Garrett that killed Billy the Kid? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, he'll mention that he, he, that's what, or like, you know, at the end of this thing, it's like, and that's when I met Pat Garrett and they'll have a showdown or whatever together. And it, um, you know, Silas, you know, will end up killing him. And it's a, wait a second, Pat Garrett didn't, didn't die there. No, 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 And guy's like, well, I said, I met him. I didn't say I killed him, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it'll, it'll kind of rewind. And then it'll have you going, going through the same process up to a certain point where you would like run into him and then do the showdown where you just run mm-hmm. into him and he'd like basically punch you in the back of the head and knock you unconscious and bring you to jail. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. So it's like, so I do wonder. And then like, you know, you'll be sitting there fighting people and you'll say like, you know, like, Oh, we're fighting an Apache horde or, you know, these guys fought like an Apache horde. And, 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 and so you'll be actually be shooting Apaches. And then said, wait, there were Apaches here. And he's like, no, I didn't say I was shooting Apaches. I said, they fought like they were Apaches. And then it will, rewind and all the apaches will then become you know people in a you know just like white people in a gang basically coming at you so it's like okay it's kind of an interesting thing so i do wonder gameplay wise if you're coming at it from this uh this young guy's uh perspective of what the story is being told to him so i don't know it's it's a cool game uh, i enjoyed it the uh, the showdowns i'm kind of i don't know like I kind of like them at the same time, like, some, I, I don't know, maybe maybe just me, like, I never really got the hang of them where I felt completely confident enough to get it. Um, there's, like, basically like a two-part thing to it where you have to use the left stick to keep your hand mm-hmm. over your gun to draw okay. faster, and the right stick you use to keep it focused on the guy that you're, uh, that you're having the showdown with. Uh, occasionally, I'd say, like, 75% of the time, the guys will walk back and forth, and you have to move along with them, but the faster you move it, it will stop get, or gaining focus. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of one of those things of like it, every time I would get to it, it would take me a few tries to get through some of them. And some of them were a little bit more complicated than others. There was one where you would have to take out two guys at the same time. Yeah. Not a, not a great experience. And I'm me. guessing it kills the tension of the scene when you have to redo it over and over uh, again. Yeah. Thankfully yeah, they so. made a very smart decision of just before all the showdowns would go down, they would um, do a, uh, like you know, somebody would have a little dialogue thing. And rather than repeat the dialogue every single time you die, it would just bring you right back to that spot without repeating the dialogue kind of like, okay, here's the 45th time I'm going to hear this fucking line. Great. It would just kind of kill that. So I think it was a smart decision on that part. I hate when when games do that. I don't know what I was playing recently. I I think it might've been God of War where the boss fights don't, they don't restart the dialogue when you go back into a boss fight. Like it just, you just keep, you just get to keep fighting. I I think it was God of War that does that. And I always appreciate it. (laughs) I mean, yeah. So that, it's always a real momentum killer when you have to fucking listen to a thing talk again. Yeah. Or or like the the bosses that talk during the fight and you hear like as the further you get like the further their dialogue goes goes along and it's just hearing them talk over it. Yeah. Video games, man. <laughs> it's uh, uh also Silas Greaves is a great cowboy name. Yeah, I really yeah. really really like yeah. that. So and the ending is kind of cool too. I won't I won't get into it in case you ever want to go back to it, but um what it does is pretty interesting the way it kind of gets there uh there's a lot of little like little story drips in there the story's not like incredibly like deep or anything but i, I want to say like this is basically um wild west force gump <laughs> okay for like so every, just... every big event and every yeah. big shootout like somehow silas grease was involved in this thing and it's like <laughs> so okay it's like... 
That's so like a Western Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> Something like, to that effect. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's just like, as I'm playing it, like it just immediately brought me to Forrest Gump. Like, oh, hey, I happen to manage to be involved in this at the same time. So I was like, okay, well, that's weird. But yeah, whatever. So, but yeah, I, 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 I appreciated what this game did and I, I, I rather enjoyed it. There's just oh, a couple I, little I'm, hiccups there. It was, so. it was published by Ubisoft, wasn't it? Because that, that would explain it. <laughs> that's all that it's, uh, it is a Western Assassin's Creed game. Mm-hmm. Although this, oh man, I don't. I, I think this was maybe Techland's like kind of last hurrah. I don't know if they made it. Techland, this. yeah, uh, dying, dying light, and uh, oh, did they? Okay, Dead, Dead Island, I believe, is Techland. Uh, we both, uh, yeah. Okay. Dying Light's good. <laughs> I've, I've heard good things about Dying Light. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dead Island. I've. Uh, there was I, a guy I, who was I, on this podcast like for three episodes, and he was super into Dead Island, and I never could. Un- never could parse together why so yeah that one does not feel good to play yeah yeah, yeah. Um, doesn't look good to play either so. no it doesn't no, it does not uh but D- dying light anyone out there play dying light good time uh, yeah. like zombies you'll like it yeah yeah so that might be something i i get around to one of these years uh you know when i'm tired of stated decay too so eh, i don't know maybe maybe two years after i get tired of this game so still still chugging away at that so anyway um <laughs> let's 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 move on from there uh john you were playing some dark souls remastered yeah i have been playing dark souls remastered um it is dark souls and it was re- remastered oh okay cool all right the next yeah. game i've been playing no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh there are a couple new uh, improve, small improvements to the game other than like the 60 frames per second and the texture work that was done in some spots uh and it's like at the at bonfires now you can uh, you can leave covenants and join other covenants instead of having to go find uh, the leader of it in the world somewhere and talk to them. That was added in uh, either two or three. They added that, so that's you know a little that's a little thing. And then um, there's another thing you can do. Oh, you can use you can now use multiple items at once instead of having to use one at a time like the soul things um, that was later in the series. And like you can change the size of the UI uh, to whatever you want, okay. um, so it doesn't like get in the way when you pause the game anymore. Uh, so yeah, little stuff like that. Uh, I'm about I played for about four hours. I'm probably close to um, a quarter of the way through, maybe a third. It's one of those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've almost rang the second bell, which is which is the uh, about like the quarter mark, third mark. I'm I'll say third. Uh, so yeah, I'm kind of moving pretty fast. I'm like level twenty nine. Yeah, um, I mean, you've you've played this before, so multiple times. Yeah, yeah. I've played the especially the first half of the game, which is the better half of the game. Um, second half kind of falls apart uh, level design wise, and kind of it's just it just isn't as it feels like they started running out of budget towards the end. Um, I still think it's the best game in the series. Um, one of my top 10 games of all time, but it does have definitely has issues in places. Uh, but yeah, it's just a really, I'm really comfortable with that game at this point. Like, uh, I know it like the back of my hand. Uh, I've beat most, I beat every boss I've come across so far in like one go. I use a two hand weapons, just, just a walking tank basically. So yeah, it's a, it's, it's a good time. I know you don't, I know you don't like Dark Souls. Uh, so yeah, you don't, kinda... you don't have much to add, but uh, I think, I mean, this game is one of the influential games of like the last decade, if not the most influential in terms of where like the way games are right now, how how many roguelikes there are now, how many 
souls likes that fucking because they because we can't cr- come up with creative terms or anything yeah <laughs> it's uh and yeah just how how difficulty is kind of become more popular now in games after after a while where it wasn't so yeah i mean it's it's but it's 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 the dark souls you have to know and love or don't care about <laughs> and that's I'm that's kind of where i'm at is don't care yeah. about so yeah i i love it jason doesn't care about it um don't have to talk about it too much more i don't think there's anything i need to add also it's still it's got one of the best open world designs ever i will stick by that the metro it does the metroid thing better than uh a lot of a lot of games that tried especially for a 3d game uh just the all the moments where you uh where you opened up shortcuts and come and find yourself back at a previous location and how you can see every location in the world from from different points is awesome yeah that that is one thing i did appreciate it um you know and i think um man i i I forget where where I like heard or read this comparison, but like Demon Souls is sort of like Castlevania three, and then uh, Dark Souls is sort of Symphony of the Night. I could totally, yeah, I could totally agree with that that comparison because uh, Demon Souls is very much a hub game, so it's basically it's very level based essentially. Mm-hmm. But Dark Souls, but Dark Souls just took that format and made it one big uh, Dracula's castle essentially. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, and. Uh, it's, this is one of the few instances where I prefer that style of game to the more traditional. Like I prefer old Castlevania to new Castlevania, as we've talked we talked about off, also off air, mm-hmm. but and we'll probably talk about more in a second. Um, uh, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, like other like the only other game that I think comes close is uh, Arkham Asylum in terms of 3D games that do this that do the Metroid thing well, uh, and of course Metroid Prime, but uh, the non Metroid games that do it well. Yeah. So yeah, I love I love Dark Souls. I'm gonna I don't know if I'm gonna finish this. I've finished it multiple times. I've finished it many times. Uh, I'm probably gonna buy it for Switch when it comes out just to have it on Switch. <laughs> yeah, this is uh like honestly like this one completely like surprised me that it, that was out. Like I just noticed somebody I follow on Twitter was all of a sudden playing it. I was like, oh, that came out. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's out. It's Dark Souls. It's 60 frames per second. Uh, it, it does look good. It looks how you remember it without the frame rate issues. Yeah, and uh, so which is what you want in a remaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically good God, from uh, yeah, yeah, from what I've heard, it's uh, it's basically like everything the uh, the PC people have been experiencing for years. The consoles are finally getting. Uh, it's what they've been experiencing for years after someone that wasn't from software fixed the PC port. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> after the DS one fix, the legendary DS one fix. So yeah, it also comes with the DLC, uh, or, or, uh, which is some of the best DLC ever uh, in any game. Uh, the Atari said the best uh, DLC, uh, some fantastic, some of the best boss fights ever in that. Uh, so yeah, if you've never played that, that's this is that's maybe reason enough to play some play, play some Dark Souls again. Uh, so yeah, that's that's all I got. Cool. All right. Well, uh, since we were talking about Castlevania, uh, I'm going to move on to what. Uh, is basically Castlevania because that series is effective. Well, that and just about every Konami property is effectively dead at this point. Uh, we've been playing a oh man, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon, which is just a name's I don't know. With anyway, it's, I don't know. That sounds like a fucking Castlevania ass title to me. Yeah, <laughs> so. it's just I, 
Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just reading too much into it with the whole uh, menstrual cycle thing. There, it's just like okay, well. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Just like uh, okay, well, guys, uh, hell of a, hell of a choice there. Anyway, um, basically this thing plays an awful, awful lot like uh, Castlevania Three. Uh, you you get four characters, uh, except they're except in Castlevania Three, you are limited to like one character that can be your partner character. Uh, this you get all four characters. Uh, there's, um. Man, the the guy that's supposed to play like Grant, uh, or basically the Grant stand-in doesn't play anything like Grant. He's uh, less mobile. Uh, he's got a very short weapon that's maybe just a little bit more powerful. The uh, the Belmont stand-in, she is she is fast. She's agile. She can. Uh, she's got a better jump. She's got a hell of a whip. I, I just like why why would you not use this character? I just I don't know. Yeah, uh, the Cypher stand-in is. Pretty useless. Has almost no health whatsoever to work with. So it's kind of yeah. His his freeze thing is really useful. Yeah, I mean he's he's like his ability wise, like the the weapon damage thing. He's or like the special yeah. weapon things he's got are pretty cool. But I mean yeah, the, but like he's got too low health and his weapon sucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean the basically he has the exact same amount of um, time to recover from attack, except it goes like five pixels in his in front of his face instead of yeah at like an angle too kind mm -hmm. of it's like yeah it's weird yeah it's a strange it's a real strange choice and then the uh the alucard stand in um kind of a cool character but just i don't know like the attack is it's this weird thing of like it kind of does this like 45 degree like arc thing of three mm -hmm. bats coming yeah. out of you it's, yeah it's a weird it doesn't go very far either yeah, yeah it's not really that useful really the only the only time i've really found myself using him was when i needed to fly across something so um but yeah the uh man i forget i, I honestly i forget the name of the characters here and i don't think uh really mira mary Mirabel? miriam 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 yeah yeah because yeah, she's that's, the that's... she's the main character that you're gonna play as in uh whatever the blood bloodstained is she yeah yeah oh dope dope she's the best character so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh yeah i i i'm kind of digging it there's i i really like the uh the design choice uh like artistically that it's done it it harkens back to the first three castlevania games uh well the nes versions of them any anyway um uh, very well I, I i really appreciate that as a guy who grew up on those games um it feels maybe a little too easy. I I am not, they, I'm not struggling with this very much. I think the because they made a design choice where uh, when you when one of your characters dies, whichever character you're playing as dies, uh, you don't get you don't get that character anymore. You lose uh, that character. For yeah, that stage. but you don't. Yes, but you don't lose a life when mm -hmm. you when that happens. So you don't lose a life until all four characters die. Yeah, which is pretty hard to do, and except that maybe a boss fight that you're having trouble with. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's kind of where the lack of difficulty comes from. Um, you know, even, even then it's, it's more like in the stages, I don't, I don't really feel like I'm having any issues navigating the stages. Like the, the platform is not particularly tricky. Um, like the, just the schlub enemies aren't particularly tricky. Like I, mm -hmm. I never really, yeah. I felt like I was in danger. Like the only time I really like lost a character was when I would like jump and, like the the knock, jump. The, or the legendary knockback of yeah. Castlevania. Well, yeah, they, was that too, yeah. 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 Th thankfully, yeah. having grown up on those, I've kind of learned, like, you know, it's like, okay, you got to be careful when you get to certain things because if, like, if you run into something. So I, yeah. my, my, my timing on those is, pr is, I wouldn't say pretty good, but it's good for, you know, an old man at this point. But, um, yeah. yeah. The, um, 
Damn, like, and there's this portrait, like four stages in that. Yeah. If it touches you, it just sucks up the character and takes them. And boy, I, I like you know, I, I'm just expecting you to take a hit from it, and then it just sucked up the character. So it took Miriam, and I was like, oh, oh. yeah, great. My character uh, with range and connection, it, jump high enough to attack this thing while it's flying back and forth, is gone now. Cool. That's kind of that's kind of a problem because you play as Miriam a lot, but if you lose her, it, feel, it feels like you lose a lot of Castlevania stuff when that happens because you don't because she's she's the whip one. I mean, the other the other guy has a whip too, but it's not nearly as good. Um, oh no, he's got she, a uh, he's got a sword. He he has a a, a chain thing too, doesn't he? Oh like, yeah, it, yeah, but it only arcs forty five degrees straight up. It, yeah, so it, it so yeah. And that's one of his secondary weapons, and you can flip out from that one too. So, because it'll have the standing for the holy water, that'll go. So it's it, it's not really the same, unfortunately. Yeah, it's and his uh, range is not great. I I think the music's pretty good. From what I've heard, it's very Castlevania y. Yeah, uh, it's not too bad. So yeah, uh, I mean, it's the, no uh, Majuru Yamane, but it's it's not bad. Yeah, the uh, I also I'm not a fan of a lot of the creature design in the game. Um, yeah. it, it feels, it feels very incohesive to me. Uh, like, like I, I don't get, like, I love, I love original Castlevania for its, its hokey monster mashup thing that it does. And it feel, I feel like it always works to me when I see the things that are in those games. But in this one, it feels like sometimes there's Mega Man enemies in this game. Like those, yeah. those giant rock things just feel out of place. I'm not going to be yeah. yeah. They just feel very out of place every time I see them. Like they don't, um, and even the enemies, like, have you, come, have you come across the frogs that are like the uh, the flea men, basically? I think mm-hmm. equivalent. So yeah, the bosses are cool, are ridiculous looking, but they also kind of feel out of place too. It's uh, it's weird. It I don't I don't understand the aesthetic they're going for. Honestly, yeah, it's it's kind of all over the place. Like I said, the, the the character designs that you're playing as they they are they are pure Castlevania. Um, the level design Absolutely. kind of feel kind of looks like it. Um, just not as see for me like one of the beautiful things about the original castlevania is um it's designed in such a way that like the floating platforms are never floating platforms they are pieces of the castle that are that are actually sticking out um you will never see just a random floating platform in that game and it, it's mm-hmm. such a cool design decision and you don't really get that in this i'm i don't know it's uh, there <sighs> Yeah, the uh, th- I think there are some like just level design callbacks to other Castlevanias that are really cool. Uh, there's the pirate ship that's straight mm-hmm. out of Rondo. Yeah. Uh, and uh, with a boss fight that's basically uh, straight out of Rondo as well. At the end, uh, they, it's kind of a mashup of two boss fights from that game. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, you you mentioned the character design. I love the that they, they stuck with the solid color for every for each character. Yeah, yeah, I, can, I, I, I really love that one. I think they pop really well too. Uh, just like the, um, they do the eight bit uh, nostalgia thing well, while also you know keeping it with adding modern touches to it. Uh, very, like, I think Shovel Knight is the only thing that's kind of, uh, Shovel Knight did like a sixteen bit thing though, didn't it? it uh, maybe more twelve bit. I mean, it, yeah, it, I, I forget what they. I think it, I, honestly, if I'm remembering right, they were saying Shovel Knight could run on an NES if it wasn't for the uh, the amount of colors it was running. Yeah, yeah, so. Um, I thought Shovel Knight, and also Shovel Knight's like a. It's, this was a this is a throw-in game, so it's kind of mean to compare them. I just feel like Shovel Knight had a more cohesive like aesthetic going on uh, the entire time. Like I, I, I like the game a lot, 
Um, this kind of this comes it's kind of it feels like um, close to that in terms of quality, but also again it's also a throw in throw in game uh, for a uh, Kickstarter goal. Yeah. So so it's hard to be too mean to it. It's still pretty cool. Yeah. No, I mean for a ten dollar buy in, it's pretty it's a pretty good game. I'm 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 certainly like I'm enjoying my time with it. It just it's not scratching that Castlevania itch that I was hoping for. I was hoping for a little bit more push. Yeah, it got, and, it, you know, for me, like, I normally don't want something that pushes too, too hard against me, especially, like I said, yeah, getting back to it, I'm playing State of Decay 2 right now, and that's, you know, pretty difficult at times. You would think I would want something a little bit more forgiving, but, like, when I when I go to, like, these old-school Castlevania-type games, I want something that's going to kick my ass a little bit. I want something that I'm going to die and I'm going to have to restart from the beginning, or I feel like I'm in some sort of, like, constant peril of failure where, I don't know, like, th- this, like, honestly, I am just, I am not feeling that challenged with even with most of the boss fights like it's i'll go i'll go through with the zangetsu um try to like learn the pattern and most of the time i'll end up taking it out with just him um but if i die with him then i'll just switch over to miriam on the next playthrough Mm -hmm. or the you know the next cycle or whatever um because i've gotten the hang of the pattern i'm like okay well now i've got you know better range and more mobility options so i'm just going to use that and then take up the boss without really any issues and that's kind of where i'm having a little bit of a problem with it. I do like that they, um, each character has their own life bar. So when you switch, you can basically kind of start from scratch. So occasionally you can, I, I I've made a decision where it's like, okay, well, uh, this guy's gonna, this guy's gonna take some hits here. I'll whittle it down a little bit and switch over to Miriam. So. Yeah. It's, it got, it got a lot of buzz when it first came out. Uh, but I feel like it's just okay. Yeah, that's, uh, that's about yeah. where I'm feeling it. Um, yeah. I'm planning on reviewing this thing. Uh, I am going on vacation, but I'm going to be in a car for a long time. So when I'm not driving, I'm planning on uh, doing some writing. So I, right now, unless it really turns around, I mean, we're looking at like pretty middle of the road for me. Like it's it's looking at like a solid three. So that's probably what I would give it to what I've seen. Um, yeah, but it's it is cool. It, it does kind of give me hope for Bloodstained in terms of just like that the people at least kind of understand like what Castlevania, of course it's, um, Igarashi, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, who better, but I mean, (laughs) I guess, but so, and this is also, he was, he was responsible for uh, Castlevania judgment too. So let's, let's remember that. Okay. Never forget, I guess. (laughs) It's, uh, I try to. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. And also again, it's a, it's, it was a throw in like bonus thing. So, yeah, that's that's also gonna be taken take, take into account. It's, I mean, it's pretty. It's a pretty cool little, little thing. Uh, that uh, yeah. if you if you haven't played Castlevania in a while, I guess you give it a shot. But there are, yeah, that's about how I feel. It, it it's scratching a little bit of that itch, but it's definitely not. I mean, but there are, I think there's like three other Steam games I could that I have that would probably scratch that itch just as well, if not better. So there yeah. is one that man I forget what the hell it's called off the top of my head, but um, like Jeremy Parrish had been writing about it, and it's it's not out of I don't even think it's, I think it was in alpha the last I looked at it, but I mean, it for all the world looked like a, like a you know, 8-bit Castlevania game, and man, it's, uh, I don't know, like, that, that that's one I'm hoping it ends up coming to consoles and gets off Steam, because, I don't know, I just, I, I always feel like I should want to play something on Steam more, but it just, like, the ease of just, like, you know, turning on the console and it's there rather than having to go plug in my laptop to my TV and then set up a controller. It's like, you know, it's kind of a pain, so. Yeah, I understand. So, anyway, uh, that's about all my thoughts on that one. So, okay, 
here's here's the big one. The biggie of this. <laughs> the big of this one. Um, you and Brittany have both been playing. Am I uh, correct? Right in. Uh... uh, yeah, we played together. Uh, we do share play. I've I've been the one playing. Um, but myself and friend of the site, uh, co-host of our music podcast, uh, Brittany Bashel. Uh, we have been uh, playing through <laughs> Detroit Become Human together. Uh, we're about four hours, three, four hours, I think, so far we put into it. Um, going to preface this by saying I like Beyond Two Souls better than this game. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I, Beyond Two Souls, uh, I enjoyed for its campiness and just I kind of was just along for the ride in that game. I, did, I know Jason absolutely hates that game. Mm-hmm. There's a review on the site uh, of that game. And uh, while I agree with almost everything he says in that review, uh, I just think I took it in stride <laughs> as I was playing it. Because it's like that game, you go from like Native American, like a Native American spiritual ghost fight. Uh, you've, you're also in the CIA at one point uh, shooting people. And then you're like a 14-year-old beating up kids at a birthday party. It's all over the place. It's dumb, but I, I kind of enjoyed the dumb parts of it. Um, yeah, I think uh, I, one decision I think I was a little like, eh, maybe maybe I shouldn't have put that in there, but it, it's there, and I'm, I don't know, maybe I should just stand by it. Is there? There's a you know image where she's got a gun up to her head, and she's gonna shoot herself, and I'm like, probably the least painful way of getting out of this game. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You, you know, know, hindsight, twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, uh. But this feels more uh, close to Heavy Rain in that it takes itself way too seriously. Mm, Um, Which is Heavy Rain's problem and why that game hasn't aged well at all. Um, Also, the fact that controlling these games is just a goddamn nightmare. (laughs) I I don't understand. Like, the guy, like, from what what I've, like, kind of parsed together, he's okay at putting together a idea in his head. He just needs to realize he can't design the games by themselves, like the actual like game part of it. And he can't write dialogue to save his goddamn life. Nope. I will, uh, to be nice to this game, I will say the presentation and production values are fucking top notch. This game looks incredible. There are most of these games. Do. Yeah. That's the yeah thing. And, and this is, and this is just like that. Uh, this is just another one of those. It looks like there are, um, photorealistic moments in that game in terms of like environment design. Okay. Uh, that's that really are just like, Drop dead gorgeous with light with with like the, just the right lighting on it and stuff. Uh, I can't take that away from this game whatsoever. I will say that there are some weird edits from time to time in terms of just like switching from char- between characters and, and dialogue moments and stuff like that, or just reveals. Um, but overall, the production values are incredibly high. There, this, this game, this there's a lot of money spent on this game. Uh, a lot of a lot of famous. There are you a lot of. I don't, I, don't, no. I don't really know if that's ever a compliment that its production yeah. values are very high. It just means they shoveled a lot of money at it, you know? No, I I, I, I know. I, I just want to be clear. They do have a lot of uh, famous character actors. Lance Henriksen and Clancy Brown both uh, play characters in this game. Um, and I, I enjoy both of them as actors and a lot of stuff they do. Um, in this? In this, <laughs> uh, Clancy Brown is probably the, does the best job, I will say. Uh, he just play, he plays a fucking grizzled lieutenant that hates androids you know you, you know the character type uh-huh. uh but he does it he does it well he, he he's still clancy brown so that works for me you know i i love his voice just in general so uh and the the three main characters i think are performed pretty well kara marcus and connor 
Connor, uh, I think this actor nails the kind of uh, uh, feeling of is, this is an android talking to you. The other two, uh, and I've heard this sentiment echoed in other places, the other two kind of feel way too human. It kind of, and it kind of, in an, under, in an unearned way, you know? Um, but Connor feels like, you know, a more a, more android-like. Um, so that that can work. You know, it can also, he can also come, be pretty, pretty boring in that sense, too. So there's that. And then I guess, you know, that's the end of the nice stuff in the game. The detective stuff is still pretty cool in those games. They kind of do that pretty well. It's not hard, you know, it's just going around touching stuff. But again, the visuals help, you know, with all that kind of stuff. But, you know, it's it's just it's a game doing the Androids are People 2 thing in 2018. And there has been so much media that's done that that I have watched and, and played. That if you don't do it well, it's it doesn't it's not gonna work for me. And I'm a sucker for that stuff when it's done well. I love that kind of story. Yeah, and yeah. my my thing is is like, uh, we you know I think we've even mentioned this off the air a few times, but it's like once you know the latest Blade Runners come out, and you have to look at your thing and be like, well shit, um, do we continue down this road because we're definitely not you know swinging anywhere near in the same league as this is. Yeah, it's, um. I mean, it's not even close to what Westworld it, Westworld is right now. So, and Westworld has its own problems. I like Westworld for the most part, but it is also thinks it's way 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 deeper than it actually is yeah, at this I, point. I, it, it suffers from that. I'm far more interested, or I think I'm far more interesting than I actually am, sort of thing. Yes, and that's kind of I. This last episode was just went nowhere. Anyway, we don't talk about that right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, mean, I, it, I I would say yeah. well, don't spoil it. I haven't watched yeah. it yet, but man, I am I I am. I'm almost at the cusp of like, yeah, it should just throw that out the window. Maybe I don't need to watch this. The Americans is wrapping up, and that's wrapping up pretty well. I don't need to watch this garbage. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna finish it. I've, I've liked episodes here and there quite a bit, but anyway, uh, this Detroit Become Human, uh, it's like just story wise, it's just kind of treading ground I've been in before. Like there is some scenario. It feel and also feels like it makes the world around these robots and androids feels very st- sterile and like not. There's not a lot of depth beyond there are good humans and then there are humans that are just vile despicable pieces of shit so <laughs> that are like because uh, like Kara's first thing and this is was an E3 demo with the abusive father that you have to escape from at one point um, he's addicted, addicted to drugs and that's that's that whole thing um, so so yeah I just don't feel a lot of attachment to them and then like just the actual gameplay parts are are super boring okay. and and the way you interact with them is this the most fucking bullshit analog stick movements and all that stupid shit they add for the quick time events just really complex quick time events for no fucking reason hmm. um just having to hold like four buttons at once to do something uh or moving the analog stick and like a in fucking like a half and in a, in a in a half circle it's like a fighting game all of a sudden uh <laughs> If, if this was a, if this was actually a fighting game, maybe way more into it, but it's not. <laughs> um, uh, and like in the tasks you're doing, like early on, you know they're trying to, to get across that these are, you know, essentially slaves or workers, whatever. I mean, I, f- I feel like they want to get across that they're slaves, but it's you know, it, I, they definitely do want to get that across, you know. <laughs> it's, uh, they, are, they, they are trying real hard. Yeah, the su- subtlety is not David Cage's strong suit. Uh, yeah. Not many things are at his strong suit. 
uh, but yeah, a lot of the time you're just like for the first chunk of the game, you're just doing like household ha- household chores with quick time events. Exciting. And, uh, yeah, and you're navigating these environments with these t- tank like fucking controls with momentum in them for no reason. Like I've always I hated that about Beyond Two Souls too, and also Heavy Rain is that when you stop moving the stick, the character keeps moving. Uh, Witcher Three does that too. I don't. I've never liked that um, design decision. Uh, it it's just it it leads to frustrating bumping into stuff in the environment and stuff. Uh, yeah, let's see what. There are some interesting scenes that go on for way too long. There's a scene <laughs> where you, where, and there are, and like they also, at the end of every level uh, or sequence, there is a flow chart that shows on the screen to show all the possible ways you, the, uh, all the possible directions that could have gone. It doesn't say what they are, but it has them because they're locked. But it shows you what, what path you took and how many different paths could have been taken throughout throughout the thing. I've I've heard about this. Yeah. Yes. Which. I don't. I, at first, I saw it. I was like, "Oh, that's kind of that's kind of neat." I guess you know, just to see. But it also kind of just makes it feel like a video game, <laughs> like very. Like, so that seems like a decision that should have been made to save for like at the end of the game, basically. Like, yeah, yeah. It, I you know I'm not a fan of Telltale games, but I feel that is something they do pretty. Yeah, at the decision. end of the game, like they pick like, the important decisions that you made and like tell you who made them and like yeah what you're saying but uh and they do that here too like they show you percentages of how what the world did and you can do your friend stats uh but also there are some levels that are just really short and they don't have many it's like maybe one branch in there somewhere you get taken so it just kind of feels pointless to show me that um and so yeah there's that um and I guess I don't want to sit here and just shit on a game constantly because I haven't finished. I haven't finished it yet. Maybe this, maybe the ending's good. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. We have, yeah he's, uh, he's, he's uh, certainly proven himself time and time again yeah, with that, right? Yeah. Time, time and time again. Heavy Rain has a totally good ending. Uh, I don't even remember Beyond Two Souls ending. I kind of do. I think. <laughs> Not really. Uh, <laughs> the game was, that game was barely do. That game was as jumbled in my mind as the as the as the timeline is in that game. Um, yeah, like, I, I, I just, it's just not good, ex- exciting or good. It's just not, it's like, like I, in, like, like I said, I enjoy Beyond Two, I enjoy Beyond Two Souls for the camp and I'm just, it's just not the same, the same here. Like it's not, it's not as ridiculous and, and then there are just weird decisions like the, the Android's key identifier is that there's a there's a light light up like led circle light on their on the side of their head i don't know if you, you i don't know if you re- remember that from the any advertisement but like it's a little blue light on the side of their head uh it changes yellow if they're processing something or if they're having issues also and uh in red if they're deviant which is uh what the what the big thing is a lot of androids are going deviant for some reason Ooh. now yeah um I keep uh, mentioning, and, and yeah, so then uh, I, I'm assuming there's androids that go after them specifically, right? Yeah, Connor is mm. a cop, mm. cop, cop android. Oh, uh, and and he's supposed like, to retire these. Uh, he's supposed <laughs> to catch them. He doesn't. He does not retire. He's not a Blade Runner. Okay. He's not a. He's not a Blade Runner. Oh, okay. Uh, he so possibly he is, taking out like he, the one aspect of this that might be cool is like yeah. you know a good yeah. combat sequence between two androids. Yeah, he's like it starts out with 
him talking someone off a of, uh, android off a ledge essentially was that the uh, uh like the trailer yeah. like the reveal yeah. trailer thing we saw that's the, okay. that's, that's the opening uh okay. mission okay and uh um uh, so yeah and but the led light can, can be removed pretty easily by the androids themselves <laughs> and, okay. uh, and the skin repairs itself after the thing comes off who the fuck designed that <laughs> why would you design Data that in cage. The, like wait, <laughs> CyberLife, I think, is the name of the big company that made all these. Mm. Also, these androids are super affordable, apparently, because everyone has one. Like it's just like, which is crazy. There's no, it's this is like twenty thirty eight. There's no way these things would be affordable. Um, these super advanced human like uh, creations. Uh, so that's really dumb. <laughs> I don't know why that's a decision. Uh, yeah, and even like. Yeah, just I, I'm trying to think of sequences that I enjoyed, um, and most of them were Connor's like detective stuff. I kind of enjoyed his back and forth with Clancy Brown's. Okay, <laughs> uh, I was gonna say I wasn't. I thought good. It's okay. Uh, there are. Um, there is there was a cool moment I had I sort of where uh, I'm gonna spoil this I guess uh, for anyone that gives a shit. Uh, Con- uh, and during an interrogation uh, with a uh, android, a deviant android that we caught after who had just murdered a man by stabbing him 28 times after he got attacked by a bat. The man attacked him with a bat beforehand. Wow. Okay. Uh, 28 times. That's uh... a. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a lot. That's, that's a lot. Uh, also, <laughs> Pretty good and dead. Also, uh, <laughs> also subtly uh, over the corpse of the man wrote, I am alive in the most perfect font and uh, blood. Uh, so, uh, Anyway, you interrogate him, and I made a decision to. I misinterpreted what would happen <laughs> based on the decision I meant. So he kind of just, you know, jacked into his mind and figured out what happened. So that kind of, kind of freaked him out, freaked out the thing, and he tried to kill himself. And then he pulled a gun uh, out, shot Connor in the head, and shot himself. So I was like, did I just kill a main character? <laughs> uh, but there's a moment, and but later, and a, a couple scenes later. Uh, a new Connor that uh, plays that uh, talks to the head of Cyberlife, and uh, it's, it's explained that uh, all the the new units carry the memories of the previous units uh, to uh, improve, you know, uh, uh, to improve upon themselves so they don't make the same mistakes. Which is which was kind of an interesting moment. I thought, you know, it's not nothing that's not been done before, but you know, it was it was interesting. I'll give it I'll give it that. Okay. Uh, uh, they call the. Do you know what the blue substance inside the? Guess what the blue substance inside the inside the androids like the nickname for that blue substance inside the androids is, Jason. Oh, do I have to? Just go for it. Um, go. Blue. I, I don't. Blue blood. I don't know. Nailed it. Wait, <laughs> it's what? It's blue blood. It's. Uh... It's the, uh, the, the, the wait nickname. wait wait hold back the fucking yeah. truck up here no you can't yeah. be serious I can't I can't have guessed it with that half-hearted stupid no fucking... you're hundred you're hundred percent it's blue blood <sighs> fuck this I game need, I god need, damn just, oh I'm yeah. so angry I want to like just jam my fucking fist into David Cage's mouth and just like rip out his entrails through it I just god what a fucking idiot why does anyone support the... ah, sorry yeah because because Con- Con- Connor uh, was like. He's called. He said, mentioned Ethereum, and Clancy Brown goes, "What's Ethereum? I'm a grizzled cop. I don't know shit about robots." Um, uh, and he's like, "It's what humans refer to as blue blood." 
And I was like, really? That's what that's the best we got? <laughs> it's blue blood? That's what we get? That's the uh, most creative thing we got there. All right. You know, it's... Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's a pretty popular TV series. Maybe maybe it hung on. That, that, <laughs> right. It was a subtle reference to blue blood. Yep. Because there are cops, so <sighs> it all comes together. A, okay, go ahead. Yeah, uh, right. I am going to finish this game. Me and Brittany are going to finish this game. Uh, she Unfortunately, she's going to be on here to talk about it. She had... Uh, the gameplay really was what getting was what was getting to her the most. Even though I was the one playing it, she had to watch it because <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was the one that had to watch this ha- stuff happen. Oh. It's me, me like, like I had to get a tray of food for a dude for Lance Henriksen uh, as Marcus, and he's like, "I made you breakfast. We're gonna get the breakfast." And I had to do a quick time event to move the small tray onto the bigger tray, and I was like, "Why wouldn't this already fuck it on the tray?" Oh my god. God, fuck you, David Cage. This is so stupid. Oh my God, I had to fucking move the analog stick and shit, and then touchpad. There's touchpad quick time events too. Oh good, oh good. Yeah. You guys realize um, by purchasing this, you've you've officially like just given him the go ahead on making another one of these stupid fucking games. <laughs> it's a. Uh, uh, it was, but I had a good, I had a good time, you know. It, not the game but you know like the camaraderie of it all it's um, it but i uh-huh yeah it's i had i, I had to know uh you guys, you, even guys both, I, you guys both went down a wrong on, on respect ladder with me right now i just uh, i can't believe you guys did this to yourselves i really can't it's uh it's been a journey and it's not done yet uh <laughs> i'm hoping for an ending worth talking about. I don't care what I don't care whether it's a good or bad reason to talk about it. I just hope it's a uh, you know. <laughs> I don't know whether I've enjoyed this story more or Far Cry Five story more. I'll say that. Um, it's uh, okay. I... At least I'm not. I guess I'm not. I'm not getting interrogated every scene. <laughs> but, yeah, by someone. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been a weird. It's, weird. it's a shitty game. It's a shit game. <laughs> it's a it's a shit game. It's, yeah. bo- it's boring. I, I could have uh, told you that just without even playing it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a David Cage game. It's, yeah, it's getting pretty positive reviews too, for the most part. When I've seen, it's uh, I don't boggles my mind. I don't know why. I I, I like these. Apparently, there are scene. There are some poignant scenes in here somewhere. I have yet to see. Uh, People are not Point. familiar with like the civil civil rights movement at all. They're like, oh hey, this is original. Yeah, yeah. They kind of they kind of treat the world as if racism never existed. <laughs> yeah. well, oh no, see that's the thing. That's a beautiful thing about the androids is racism doesn't exist anymore because everyone hates the androids. Yeah, it's they. There's Skin a whole, color no longer matters. It's your blood color. There's a whole like unemployment thing going on basically because androids do everything now. So, it's, but they don't really ever dig into that at all. It, it's kind of like just a thing that could have been interesting, but they don't <laughs> tackle it whatsoever. Well, I mean, David Cage has something more pretentious to tell you about. So, but yeah, but I have to find these deviant robots and figure out that they're also human. I have to become mm-hmm. human, Jason. Mm-hmm. In Detroit? Yes, in okay. Detroit. Well, there we go. Oh, God. I'll just. Oh, I, <laughs> I, the fact that Sony like helped fund this thing, just like, guys, come. They got a lot. It got a lot of money. <laughs> go. mm-hmm. I mean, Kara, one of the characters, was an original demo for the PS3, right? The uh, she was 
the Android Lady demo, the PS3. Oh, is she actually in this now? Yeah, she's one of the characters oh. you play as. Yeah. Yeah, I've I, I, I pretty much gone complete blackout with this thing because I have no interest or desire to play this. And, uh, yeah, I know. And, uh, but I wanted to share with you because uh, it's been uh, it's been a running joke with me to remind you of this game every now and then. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just to remind <laughs> me how angry I get over David Cage just being a it, thing still. Yeah, it, they. Uh, I mean, with the allegations against the studio, maybe that won't happen anymore. <sighs> Was he this guy, the guy that wanted to be referred to as Sun God? Was that him? No, was that it wouldn't surprise me. I don't remember, I, but I, I believe he's. I believe it was Sun God. Um, he and Dennis Die actually start a studio together, and they can just sit there and oh scream at God. each other. <laughs> <laughs> just the just the worst studio ever. Just like a couple assholes making high art. <laughs> uh, yeah, quote unquote high art yeah yeah uh, it, it, you yeah. know what let's figure out the uh let's figure out the like the latin based word for potentia and we'll call it yeah. that that yeah. that'll be the studio name yeah it'll it'll just be too human too but it'll play like heavy rain oh cool. Ugh, god I think it's it, it'll, it'll be called too human with the two instead of a with the with the number two <laughs> I, I need some tums oh god oh jesus i Man, I wish I hadn't eaten pizza before we did this, because I'm getting heartburn things. <laughs> just... It's uh Yeah, it's a shit game, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Unsurprising. Yeah. Very uh, and, you know, we... there was there was a few things in Beyond Two Souls, like even as much as I disliked that game, I found a little bit of something in there. It just I, I honestly I, I have tried to erase that game from my mind for the most part. because um, I I just kinda like piece or like, you know, skimming through uh, my review of it and I saw it's like I gave it two stars. I'm like, two stars? I was like, man, I, I, there, there must have been something there that I saw as a potential redeeming thing that if, like, they had, like, I don't know, like, I think maybe my thing is, is like, I enjoy the, maybe, ideas sometimes that he's got, but it's just, yeah. he, he just yeah, needs like to come up with the overall idea, and then the minutia needs to go to somebody else who's capable of writing a fucking sentence that's cohesive. Yeah, like... Or heard um, somebody talk. Like, again, I feel like I would have given the Beyond Your Souls the same score as you, maybe a three, just because I had a good time with it for the most part, mm-hmm. but it... Even though I hate like the like the way it controls and its story is stupid, uh, which is you know I, that's kind of like what those games are. So it feels like I should just, should hate it, but I you know again campiness goes a long way for me. Yeah. But this is just self serious drivel. <laughs> um, you know it's funny like I, I um this was long before Brittany ever did anything with the site. I think I think this was like when we were first ramping up to do the Life is Strange podcast. Um, we um. I, I think she was talking about Beyond Two Souls, and I like, or like, I sent her a link to my review of it, and she was like, "I agree with everything you say in, in there, but I still like it." I'm like, well, it, "Huh?" <laughs> I like, uh, she like, she likes it more than I do. Uh, yeah. uh, I think she likes it less. I, I like it ironically, I guess okay. is the way to put it. Okay. Um, but she, I don't. I think she unironically likes that game. She's the one that got me to play it. Um, <laughs> I don't understand how you yeah. can like see all the points that I'm making and still like find enjoyment out of it, like outside of like, oh, this is stupid, you know. I think I mean I enjoy bad movies, so uh, I feel like it felt like a good bad movie to me. But but a bad movie you can it's a passive experience, whereas like you know a video a bad video game is you're you're forcing your way through it. You actually do yeah, have that to game's do like, something. That game's like that game's super long too. Yeah, I mean, God, yeah, don't yeah. fucking remind me. <laughs> so, uh, but but I, it's it's 
I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. I guess the I think it's just either you you have that in your brain or you don't, and it's probably a good thing that you don't. I guess, but uh, I'm you know I'm I'm enjoying my life. So it's, uh, you know what? For I'm change, right. I actually feel like the smarter person on this podcast for not liking this. It's uh because uh, it's funny. Brittany texted me like because about because I wasn't sure if we were because she was just uh, like yelling about how boring this game is the entire time we're playing it and we were laughing a lot um but she was like are you just like you just do fucking chores in this game like it literally they thought we were doing for a while was chores um and but then she texted me it's like that game was a pile of horse shit but i want to see but i weirdly want to see the end of it and i was like i kind of do too um so yeah it's just uh i wish she could have came on and talked about it (laughs) but uh she could not maybe somebody sort of defend it like i i, I am really just biting my i don't know i think she, i, I think she would i think she'd have been more mean to it than i am oh, okay because yeah, I, yeah. I i just don't want to sit here and just you know spew venom at this thing for something i haven't I, played and i will not play so yeah again the presentation's top notch like they they threw a lot of money at this soulless thing <laughs> so, so mm. i guess it's you know <laughs> uh soulless but expensive is the tagline i put on the box <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think uh, I think Wario sixty four tweeted it was like forty five dollars or something like that, and I was like, that's still seventy dollars too much. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, I'm just like, no. Uh, you, you would literally have to pay me like a pretty substantial amount of money to play this thing. I mean, we it, did talk we did talk about uh, doing it for the site one uh, at one point. <laughs> yeah, that was before I think the first trailer really kind of. Yeah, and yeah. then all the yeah. uh, the stuff about the accusations about him and his studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want and I don't want to associate the site with that bullshit. Yeah, but I, I mean, it but, might be uh, it might be fun for me to do it just to get a uh, just to get a like one more one star review on the site because I think we've only got like three on there maybe. I might I probably I think I might get I might give it a one if I gave it a review maybe a two because it does look it like there are a lot of production value in that game that does kind of carry. <laughs> It does kind of carry the bullshit. I do that love it. The only positive thing yeah. you could say about this is like how much money they spent to make it look. Yeah, good. it's like it looks really good. <laughs> like it does. It, like the lighting is fantastic. Like it's like some of those scenes are just are stunning, and then they start talking, or you start moving. Yeah. Because um, there are a lot. Then, of, it's a, then it's not a still shot anymore. Multiple occasions where I forgot. I didn't realize I was playing for a second. Um, so multiple situations that that happened at least. Um, which also means they do transitions poorly because, like Uncharted, at least they feel like the transitions between that game are more natural, and you actually can tell when you're playing, even without a HUD, um, or Last of Us and stuff like that. They Naughty Dogs games. Um, the uh, this or God of War. This, yeah, or God of yeah, God of War. Yeah, definitely, you can always. You, um, there is some HUD in God of War too, though. But uh, oh, okay. Yeah, you can turn the HUD off completely if you want to. Uh, for the immersive mode, I think it's called. Yeah, for for as kind of like as little interest as I have in playing God of War, like I, I would I would a hundred times quicker play through God of War. Oh, I would hope so. This, so. I would, yeah. <laughs> I would, I would be offended if you if you wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, I would be and confused and distraught. Yeah, a lot, I, a lot of emotions. <laughs> it's, uh, like I said, the only way I would play this is if a, you know for some ungodly reason some site like hit me up and was like, "Hey, we're gonna give you like a hundred dollars to play this and write a review for it." And I'd be like, "Okay, 
that's that, that, that that is the bare minimum amount of, uh, of of cash it would cost me to or cost somebody to get me to play this fucking piece of garbage. Yeah, it is a steaming pile of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. a... And of course, they'd have to provide me the uh, the game too because I am not out of that hundred dollars. I am not spending sixty of it to get this, this flaming piece of shit, this dumpster fire of a production. Ugh. Oh, God, he's just so angry. I'm glad. I'm glad once this is done, I can just go play State of Decay two and kind of relax again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, relax with State of Decay too. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I'll go. i go relax with some Dark Souls after this. Th- yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's about how I feel with it. It's just like, man, I, 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 I would rather try to come back from that first community where I was down like one person left. I'd rather try to make a comeback from that, and and, and see through to the end than play this game. It's, that's how bad it got. Like it got to the point where. My my last person just like was like sleep deprived, was exhausted, and I was like, well, I I, I was just like, I'm just gonna go balls out and go to go to a place and just take out as many zombies as I can and just die with some dignity. It, but it, it feels like <laughs> I would rather just go there and just like let if, them tear me limb from limb. <laughs> if you had to play one David Cage game, gun to your head, gotta Ooh. play, and was, you can't say kill me, you can't say that. It's not an option. <laughs> well, then, well, yeah. let's take the gun out of the equation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, you can't you. Uh, you They'll just, uh, you have to, you just have to play one, okay. um, or, Ooh. uh, and you, have to, and you have to, and I include, let's see, I got Fahrenheit, Heavy Rain, uh, or, or Fahrenheit slash Indigo Prophecy, uh, Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, and Detroit, I think, are the only ones. I hope those are the only ones yeah. in the wild. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I would probably go with Beyond Two Souls. Yeah, I think I would too. <laughs> Just because, like, video game wise, it feels like it is the most competent out of out of all of them in terms of like actually playing a video game. Yeah, it feels it. It definitely it feels better than this does. Yeah. It, it, that game felt like dog shit too. Uh, there are some. They, I, I will say that, that game did some action scenes pretty well in terms. Um, the uh, the scene in the desert where you're doing a black ops a black uh, like a black ops operation in the desert uh was done pretty well oh is that the one where uh ended up with a child soldier yeah yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought there were some i thought they as far as a game based solely around quick time events it was done, like for action wise it was done pretty well um yeah this game you just pick up i spent a whole level picking up trash in a kitchen <laughs> <sighs> I mean, because uh, at least in uh, Indigo Prophecy, like the the picking up the trash or whatever was you cleaning up at, when the police are going to barge into your uh, your apartment after you committed a murder. So there was something to that at least. Uh, this yeah, is just you I, picking up trash just for the sake of picking up trash. Yeah. Also, small complaint. I, w- I hate that they have a timer on every decision you make in that game. Every single one. Yeah, that would be awful <laughs> because I'd probably fall asleep through most of them. Yeah. There's also. There's also a moment where they actually don't give you a decision when it seems like there totally is going to be one, okay. like, um, which was kind of was kind of jarring, <laughs> I guess. I and it it made sense technically based on the character you're playing as, but it just felt weird not having a choice in a game that's all about choices. <laughs> like, like, you can choose to play this or not. <laughs> and that is that is exactly yeah. I, I've made my choice. They got that timer ran out, and I made that choice because yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it's uh... <laughs> oh, okay. So, so I, I, I guess same question there. What would you, what would you pick? Would it be Beyond Two Souls? Yeah, I think it'd be Beyond Two Souls. 
And you know, we're probably saying that incorrectly. There, there should be more of a pause between Beyond and Two, right? Beyond, yeah, I mean, there's a colon, right? Yeah, beyond so it should be Beyond Two Souls. Because we're just saying it as like one one thing, basically. Yeah. It's, it's funny that we're that this is making us think more fondly of Beyond Two Souls. Oh, no, 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 no. I am just saying, like, this is the level of diarrhea I would prefer if I was going to get diarrhea. No, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying, like, it's it's making you be like, I guess Beyond Two, beyond two Souls wasn't this bad. Yeah. I guess it was. It only lets, like, wants to, like, at least kiss my neck or whatever before it rapes me. So at least Damn. it's trying to be yeah. sweet about it. I mean, the, yeah. the, the rest of these just sound like, no, no, just, yeah. I, I do remember not liking heavy rain. Like, I, like, Oh, the story is interesting. And then it was like, and I finished it and I'm like, I, did I miss the interesting part? Did something happen that I missed? I think that game's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Indigo prophecy. I tried like hell when it first came out, like on the Xbox and the original Xbox. And I was like, and I am, this is this is clunky and poorly written. No thanks. <laughs> it's it's got promise though. I can see it going somewhere. <laughs> I guess it can't always be clunky and poorly written. It can't. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. What twenty years later, they're still clunky poorly and poorly written. written. Clunky, yeah. God, he hasn't learned anything in other week as we keep buying these stupid fucking things. I don't understand. He's made four fucking games in like mm-hmm. twenty years, right? It sounds yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, at the very least, like fifteen. We'll say like. Four games, and none of them have been good. And we keep, like, giving this guy money to make games. I'm like, what? why? I mean... Yeah, some, just... pe- some people really enjoy these. They really do. Um, there, there, there is... <sighs> that makes me there, there aren't many things like it. ability to vote? Yeah. <laughs> there aren't many things like these games. Um, good reason. <laughs> uh, I think Until Dawn is one of the few good ones. Uh, I really like Until Dawn. That's one I, uh, need, to, that's one I need to get around to playing. Because the writing, while it's intention, it is intentionally campy, um, so because it, it works for the setting. Mm-hmm. Um, the yeah, I would, I really like Until Dawn. I would play that over any of the games in a fucking heartbeat. Uh, even like, and even you hate Telltale games, but they're better games than these are. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna disagree with you. Yeah. So even like uh, we Tales on the Borderlands, which we not, neither you or I liked that much. Uh, yeah, play. I I believe the the um, I think the best way I can surmise my my feelings on that whole series was like I fell asleep playing one, and <laughs> it, it continued like like it, it just that that you know that thing of not picking an option and you just stay quiet. Like I woke up and I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like I I missed like twenty minutes a game. It's like oh okay, whoops, <laughs> and yeah. I don't really feel like I missed anything. So all right. Yeah. Uh, oh, last thing. Uh, Overwatch has their anniversary event this year, which may, right now, which means it's my anniversary on this uh, podcast. So uh, two years going strong. Uh, you know, bringing always bringing good to- content, like talking about Detroit become human. Uh, happy anniversary to me. <laughs> it's uh, it's. Uh, oh man, I don't know, man. It's just oh, God. Yeah, just it's so frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> I think we gotta. I think we gotta wrap this nightmare up because I can't. I can't. Let's, let's just. Yeah. Let, let's just go with all the cliches here. The the mayor band of dipshits have to end this nightmare because man, I I need to go play something that's gonna make me a little less angry. Because man, I am I am I am probably unjustly angry at this game even existing. And never mind that you and Brittany are both playing this thing. Did she actually purchase this too, or is she just watching? No, it play? no, I purchased it. Okay. It was, oh, thank I'll, I'll do share play. Okay. Um, so. You know. That makes me feel a little it, better. Yeah, I wouldn't have had us both buy this. <laughs> so. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know that sounds like a that sounds like a good point to wrap it up. So let's, yeah, let's end this nightmare. Yeah, let's call it let's call it a day and end this nightmare. Uh, you can do all the usual social media stuff on our on our site gamesjunk.net. There's a corner bar that Vanessa kindly put up that has all of our social media stuff. Um, you can follow me at Jason Ariella. You can follow John at John Lucera seven seven seven. And man, um, I don't know. If, we're going to be doing a podcast next week. Uh, I am going on vacation for a couple of weeks. So um, the, the, this is going to be up in the air as to like what we're going to get out content wise for E3. Uh, if nothing comes up, uh, just, I guess, be prepared when I get back. We'll just do a very probably long catch up episode of E3 stuff because I'm going to try to check out for a couple of weeks as far as like keeping up with news and everything. And of course, we're doing it right in the middle of E3 when all the big stuff, but I figure <laughs> I can. Uh, I can yeah. just go to like you know GameSpot and catch up on all the news there pretty easily. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. So and we're we're rounding we're rounding close to to 100 episodes here. Uh, you know the big the big celebration before was episode 69, and I, I at least we, wanted to make it to 69. So the, the fact did. that this is con- nice. the fact that nice. this is continuing is. Uh, which ep- which episode was this? 91. 97. Seven. Yeah. All right. We are getting James very on. very close to that. So it, it's yeah it, it's kind of creeping up, and we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to get do something to get like Luke Connor, uh, maybe a couple other people that I've got in mind on as sort of like surprise guests uh, from <laughs> previous previous uh, administrations of the, of of this. I mean, there's been a there's been a long I don't want to say revolving door of people that have come and gone on this podcast. Uh, I, I I've sort of been the only one that's been on all but I think two episodes of this stupid. So I'm almost up to fifty. <laughs> getting there. Yeah, you're getting there. So, oh man. That's, yeah. Yeah. Geez, yeah. Right. Every game club I've done too. Oh my god, I am so depressed yeah. at how many episodes of this I've done. <laughs> Jesus, you know, getting your getting your voice out there. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's you. You, ha- you too have become human, Jason. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna wrap this up. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. I'm sorry. <laughs> Me too. This is John's last episode. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> it was nice knowing you, man. <laughs>